once I got into Exit, that's when I actually started being able to get um, more out in the, into the community and just explore more of like what I'm actually able to do as an adult. We always have to talk about day jobs. <laughs> What's your day job? I know your dream is this and you may have to go to college to to achieve that dream or what's going to get you some money tomorrow so that you can provide for your personal needs. It has truly given me lots of opportunities and experiences to experience something new. How we help them or what we could have done to improve the programming or what they wish they would have known after leaving our, our campus has really provided us a lot of uh, great material and ideas to continue to build our program so that when students do graduate from EXIT that they are career ready. From the Outreach Department at the Texas School for the Blind and Visually Impaired in Austin, Texas, this is A Sense of Texas. Here is your host, Emily Coleman. Welcome to A Sense of Texas. I'm Emily Coleman. A popular program here at TSBVI is Experiences in Transition, known more commonly as EXIT. Students within this 18-plus program are working on career education goals in transition to adult life. For anyone on the cusp of adulthood, job skills are a must. Students, Wealthy and Pedro, were willing to share their perspectives, along with TSBVI staff, Tad and Carlotta, who are integral to the EXIT program. In addition, we talked with one of our community partners who has facilitated job placement for TSBVI students. The more partners we have, the more opportunities our students have to succeed. My name is Tad Duzema. I'm an assistant principal, and the EXIT program is commonly referred to as an 18-plus program for students who have completed all graduation requirements, but whose art committee has agreed that there are skills that still need to be addressed in an educational setting. So we want to work with each student and their family to figure out what adult life is going to look like as much as we can. And then we work backwards from there to identify the skills the student needs to be taught, the experiences that would help them and their families learn more about what they should consider for their future. And we're really interested in all aspects of students' futures, not only what they're going to do with regard to work or volunteerism or post-secondary education, but also all the other time in their day. What's that going to look like? What are they going to do? How can we help them be prepared to, to have a full life? In most cases, the plan that I think often is the is the best is one that involves the student returning to their home community while they still have some eligibility left for special ed services back home and that's in in a lot of cases best i think because our students it benefits them to have that time back in their home community the community that they're going to be living in while they still have that support from from their school back home. Oftentimes it's difficult for students to generalize skills from our setting back to their home community. And so having that additional step in the process can can really be a, a great way for them to, to apply the things that they learned here back home with support. My 
my name is Pedro Aguirre. I'm 19 currently, and this is my third and final year at TSBVI. Before I came to TSBVI, I was just practically in my public district, just um, kind of like making it through, just like barely. And then um, once I made it to TSBVI, that this is when I started like learning more about what it is to like actually be more of a blind student and stuff, learning about access, accessible technology and things like those. When I was a senior, there was like not as much liberty or as much flexibility with my schedule as there is an exit. So currently I'm working on getting into like classes at the ACC Community College here and then um, job hunting and stuff like that, um, just so that I can be able to like either gain more experience or be able to like put more things into my resume, just so that whenever I get out of here, I can be more um, valuable kind of like to uh, employer and stuff like that. Once I got into Exit, that's when I actually started being able to get um, more liberty and being able to like get more out in the, into the community and just explore more of like what's in Austin and what I'm actually able to do as an adult. A thing about being in high school and in TSBVI is you have like all these extracurriculars like wrestling and goalball and track and stuff. But whenever you go to exit, um, uh, the rules change and you you're not you're no longer able to do those things because well you're no longer in high school. I had to like learn what other rec or leisure activities I wanted to do and that's when I was able to actually continue doing goalball because there's like adult teams for goalball. Last year I also did like a kung fu class and this year I also was able to like set something up with Cindy the eye specialist here who got me like kind of intrigued into doing a uh, blind fencing so I was able to like organize organize something with Mark Gronquist the the head of of the rec and stuff and we were able to like actually have like a demonstration and stuff like that and just try it out honestly exit just way better with like me being able to like just explore more of like what I'm able to do as a blind individual in the community also just being part of like the National Federation of the Blind and just being able to like be surrounded by a bunch of like blind people that want to like either further themselves in their careers their lives or like school or education like has been like very like motivational for me i want to go to like uh, another post-secondary uh program uh similar to chris cole or the luciana center for the blind and i'm leaning more towards going to the colorado center for the blind um and after that well i'm gonna uh, go straight into college because i want to get a master's degree in uh, orientation and mobility so I can become, become an instructor and it'll be more of like the blind teaching the blind. My name is Wealthy Bundage and I have been a student here for the past six years and I've been in the 18 plus program for the last three years and it has truly given me lots of opportunities and experiences to experience something new. I've had lots of um, different work exploration jobs mm -hmm. such as like working in the bistro or Wildcat Bistro. I've been doing that since um, I first got here and I've worked at the Austin Lighthouse my first year in exit and I've worked at a daycare um, last school year, Gethsemane Lutheran Child Care Center, and I also have uh, this year working at the Thinkery, which is a children's museum. 
tell me a little bit more about how you ended up at the child care center. Because I remembered when I talked to you a couple years ago, you really wanted to work with little kids. And so tell me some of the stuff that you did when you were working there. Well, I would come in, put my stuff away, and the kids would run over and give me a hug and ask me about 90 questions. <laughs> and I would um, do circle time with them, and I would come up with different activities, and I would often like give them three choices, like, what do you want to do for next week? And they all would vote. I would do like stories and dancing and sing-alongs, like I would choose like three or four songs for them to sing along to and dance around. Um, I brought instruments there before um, for them to bang on. <laughs> um, my name is Valerie Donson. I am the director of Gethsemane Lutheran Children's Ministry. I have been director for 20 years. And uh, we have approximately 100 children from ages of six weeks to five years of age. Wealthy was working in our pre-K classroom, and those children will be going to kindergarten like the following August. And she's really cool because she would come up with different activities for the children. Some of them would be like following... Um, playing follow the leader some of them be she would put music on and they would dance she also would read to them using braille which is really great because that shows the children that no we're not all alike but we can do the same thing with different tools also have worked at or are we doing some work at Thinkery, the Children's Museum. Tell me a couple of things you've been doing there. Lately I have. I will go upstairs and help the person in charge set up um, the different activities. Do you know what musical jelly is? No. Do tell me, please. <laughs> That's where this they have this circuit board and it's connected to a laptop with music and they have all these wires connected to the circuit board and they put the wire into the jelly and the other wire you hold in your hand and the kids can put their hand on the um on the jelly and make music and you're uh you're into music quite a bit so it sounds like something that's right up your alley i'm an independent recording artist i have two songs on spotify now tell us the name of the songs that you have on spotify one is called Keep Strong and uh, One Ticket Away. One is about like when you're going through hard times, it's always important to keep strong and keep moving forward. There comes a time where you don't realize that you are near the end of a certain
I know that you live in the FUSA dorm, which I already forgot what that stands for, that acronym. So you're going to have to tell me what that acronym is and then explain what it is and how it's different from the dorms. Four unit student apartments. The only the only real difference is, is we get like more independence and everything is put on you. Um, there's not like one person doing one chore. You have to do all the chores and it's just like staying in your own apartment. Now tell me about your plans once you're finished here at TSBVI. Well, um, at the end of May, I will be returning back to my school district to learn more job readiness skills and um, O&M skills to be acclimated to my city. I do want to see about probably working at the YMCA in the Houston YMCA as a after school counselor, or I want to see about finding like an online job or something to help me start off. That's awesome. My name is Carlotta Benz, and I am the Career Education Coordinator for TSBVI. In that role, I assist students in uh, determining what type of careers that they're interested in, giving them opportunities to explore those careers in on-campus and off-campus placements, and then also assist them with uh, preparing for um, competitive employment or any other type of volunteer employment opportunities that they might want to pursue when they leave TSBVI. I am always on the lookout for a great community partner or business partner. So when I'm going about my daily activities and um, interacting with different businesses personally, I'm looking for help wanted signs. I'm looking for people, um, businesses who look like they could use a little extra assistance or staff that's a little stretched. And then I try to find an opportunity to talk to either a manager on staff or even I would look up the the owner of the business um, online if it is a local or small business. And then um, really that's where we start. We start the conversation about, you know, their employment needs. You know, TSBVI is such an integral part of the Austin community. And so sometimes um, it's really great to invite those community members to campus to take a tour, to kind of see how robust our career education program is. And then also I really take the time to figure out what they need. I know uh, all of our students, of course, have interests of their own, and they're not always going to align up with an internship or a career opportunity. Do you have times where you have to kind of convince a student to take on a job that they may not have considered before? We always have to talk about day jobs. (laughs) (laughs) If you talk to our students in exit, I'm always talking to them about what's what's your day job. I know your dream is this, and you may have to go to college to, to achieve that dream, or it may take you a little bit of time to be able to pursue that dream, but what's going to get you some money tomorrow so that you can provide for your personal needs? And so sometimes that conversation is really enlightening with them and we talk about their family, you know, what kind of jobs or careers their family members have and did they always, were they always in that position before or did they start somewhere? And so those conversations are really helpful and they'll come and tell me, well, this is just my day job, Miss Carlotta. This isn't my, you know, dream job. This is my day job. And then we continue to have conversations about that dream job and we still set up a plan for them to be able to achieve that. But they know they have some skills that will be able to um, help them 
in the meantime while they're working on that long-term goal. Can you tell us a little bit about the unique events you offer on campus for students just to learn about other job possibilities? So we um, try to uh, schedule several different events on campus that will provide exploration for students to, to maybe learn about a career that they had never thought of before. We have our career cafes, which happen four times a year. And those career cafes, we often um, invite someone, maybe an entrepreneur, someone who's in a um, an exciting business that we, you know, students don't necessarily get exposed to. And we have them come to our campus and present on their career path. We ask them to talk about um, their personal struggles or obstacles that they had to overcome in order to achieve what they what they have in their lives, as well as what educational opportunities um, they took advantage of, whether it was the traditional college route or where whether it was on the job training. Um, we try to focus on individuals who uh, have the same types of abilities as our students. So we have a very diverse uh, group of people come and present for them. And so really that has been something that's been more motivating for students to be able to to see themselves in these different careers and really help them with their planning process. Something else that we do is we have students participate in the Youth Career, Career Fest that is uh, something that TWC sponsors or the Texas Workforce Commission sponsors here in Austin. And it's really 170 different employers and it's a huge career fair. And students just get to touch and um, explore different tools and talk to, to people in these different fields and learn about what they did to get there. And that actually has been a very successful yearly event that students look forward to. And it's also a ton of other high school students. So they, they love the atmosphere of it and how exciting it is and there's door prizes. So those types of things too are really motivating for our students to, to see um, careers presented in a different light, not necessarily in a classroom setting. I think it's interesting that we have a business advisory council. So would you just mind sharing what that is a little bit? Yeah, so the business advisory council is a group of individuals and stakeholders from different areas. We try to invite parents, um, current students and former students, leaders in the industries that we want students to be able to work in in the future. So we've invited uh, leaders from HEB, from the Thinkery Children's Museum, uh, the Lighthouse for the Blind here in Austin, just to name a few. And they come together and they really give us kind of some feedback on our uh, career education program, how we can improve and better train students to be ready for in-demand high-wage jobs when they leave us. And that's been really helpful to see the perspective. You know, the educational perspective is only one uh, way to view how to train a student. And so seeing what the businesses want and then what the parents want and then what former students have been telling us that how we help them or what we could have done to improve the programming or what they wish they would have known after leaving our, our campus has really provided us a lot of uh, great material and ideas to continue to build our program so that when students do graduate from exit that they are career ready. Do you know an infant or toddler in Texas who may have a vision problem? They may qualify for free services. Support from a teacher of students with visual impairment may increase a child's success in school and life. Call 817-740-7530 to find out more. That's 817 
740-7530. I can't help but imagine Wealthy and Pedro living their best lives now and into the future. I suspect they'll be able to pursue their dream jobs while also succeeding in their day jobs. Someday, those jobs will be one and the same. From the TSBVI Outreach Department and A Sense of Texas, I'm Emily Coleman. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Um, I have something very embarrassing to admit to you right now. I forgot to hit record when we started. <laughs> well, see, it's the first time I've ever done that. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> well, I guess I'm a good practice. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so embarrassed. If you could see me, I'm blushing. Hello, everybody. It's Good Gilda the Clown. Wait, she's not a clown anymore. That doesn't sound anything like you. That's pretty cool. Yes, that's why I don't really do it as much anymore. This has been a presentation of the Texas School for the Blind and Visually Impaired Outreach Department. If you have any questions or suggestions for topics to cover in future episodes, please contact us at podcast at tsbvi.edu.